Welcome to Rooting For You, a seasonal gardening podcast for non-experts. I'm Tess and I know nothing. And I'm Elise and I know some things. Each week we'll chat about one gardening topic and then discuss the effort reward payoff by asking, is the juice worth the squeeze? Just a heads up, there might be a bit of swearing in this episode. You've been warned. This is an exciting one because I literally have no idea what we're going to be talking about today. Today's topic is autumn leaves. Now let me quickly run you through everything I know about autumn leaves. They're beautiful, obviously. They go crunch when you walk on them. They can be annoying to pick up and put in the green bin. And as I learned recently in our composting episode, you can use autumn leaves as dry in your compost. And that's it. So Elise, is there more to autumn leaves or is that the end of the episode? (laughs) I'll tell you, you've done it all. I mean, we're done. (laughs) No, there is so much we can do with autumn leaves. And I was pressing Tess to do this episode, despite the fact um, she wasn't really sold where we were going to go with it. But I think they are such an amazing free resource that everyone has access to, whether they're in your garden or around the community. Get a big bag, walk along, scoop them in. I mean, I'm sure no one is going to have a problem with the fact that you've raked up their autumn leaves for them. So, you know, utilize that free resource. And traditionally, people have often burnt their autumn leaves, which is such a shame and way more of an effort than it needs to be when there are actually so many ways we can incorporate those autumn leaves back into our garden setups. Now, you're going to have to break this down for me because... At the moment, I'm 100% not sold on going around and picking up other people's autumn leaves. <laughs> oh, you don't like that? You don't like that idea? <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> I mean, look, again, perhaps at the end of this episode, once I've told you all the brilliant things you can do with them, you will be. So first, the autumn leaves fit into my garden ecosystem approach that I'm obsessed with because the trees have put nutrients into making these leaves And, you know, to burn them is just a waste. We want to harness these nutrients and we want to add them back into our garden. Mm. So, you know, the tree's done the hard work for us. Let's not waste those nutrients. Let's reincorporate them. And there are quite a few ways we can do this. And the first is my favorite, and this is mulching. Mm -hmm. Now, we've discussed the benefits of mulch a few times. I think it needs its own episode. But I think it needs its own episode because I'm... She's I don't know the line between mulch and compost just mm. yet, but yes. so we we're not just putting them in the in the composting bin. We're putting them just straight on the garden bed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the composting bin is another option, and we will talk about that later on. But you're exactly right. We just spread it on on top of the garden bed. So the difference between compost and mulch is compost is when the products are broken down and they look like soil. Mulch is when the uh, product for want of a better word in this case autumn leaves is still in its natural form you know another common uh, mulch is like straws that kind of thing they're still in their their form their natural form and then we spread them on top of the garden bed okay so if you've got a plant so say your brussels brussels sprouts or broccoli that's in the garden right now you could spread the autumn leaves around the base of your plant so your plants are still you know got their sticky uppies shooting out but then the rest of the soil is totally covered by the autumn leaves what would be the benefits of doing that yes the first is i think it looks really nice (laughs) (laughs) we love that (laughs) we do love that uh that's definitely not my favorite benefit but i will put it in there the second thing with all mulches whether it's autumn leaves or something else it helps with water retention 
So, you know, probably for winter, water retention is going to be less of an issue, but especially going into the warmer months, by keeping the mulch, that stops the liquid, the water evaporating from the soil. So it means you're going to have to water your garden less and you're going to have to use less water. So that is particularly important. But actually my favorite benefit of mulch is it suppresses weeds. Because Mm. what we're doing is we're creating a blanket around the plant that blocks light and it blocks any weed seeds that are in our soil. And there'll be plenty from actually germinating and coming up. So it allows our plant, in your case, your broccoli, to thrive and continue to grow. But it blocks any other plants, namely weeds, from coming up. So it keeps the garden bed looking really neat and it stops weeds competing for nutrients that the broccoli is going to look for. That's an excellent tip because I'm starting to see that I'm getting a lot of little, mm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what they were, but it makes sense that they're weeds, that they're little weed seeds. Yeah. And if you're trapping them in or blocking out the light, then they yeah, 100%, it, it, they can't germinate and then you've, you've got more nutrients for all the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, weeds, I mean, obviously they're an eyesore, but that's actually not the biggest issue is that they're going to take nutrients, they're going to take water, they're going to take resources away from your broccoli. So the plant that you're actually trying to grow is going to have a harder job. And I hate weeding. Like I really don't enjoy it. A lot of people find it therapeutic. It's not my favorite thing in the garden. So if I can spend a little bit of time mulching and then you know, do a pretty good job of stopping any weeds coming up, that actually saves me a huge amount of time throughout the growing season. That's, I mean, I love it. I'm starting to become a little bit sold on it. Can I ask you about the types of leaves? Because the, mm. the two leaves that I'm dealing with on the mm. ground at the moment mm. is um, gum leaves. Yep. And then also, I don't know what the name of them is, but I'm, and I'm putting my hands up, which is unhelpful for everyone listening along, but they're the ones that go out like a big palm, like with the, the prongies out oh. that you see in, they're on the, they're on the street. I'm going to find the names. Okay. We might need a photo on Instagram. Rooting for you, pod. (laughs) I mean, they're not prongies. It's like, it could look like a maple leaf if we were in Canada. Oh yeah. 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 They're the most common leaves floating around. And so you just pick up those. Do you have to rip them up or you just chuck them on as they are? Good question. If you're adding them to compost, people would say rip them up because they'll compost faster. But as far as mulch, I absolutely never do any kind of processing to them. And actually keeping them as whole leaves will mean that they will last longer on the surface as a mulch rather than actually decomposing into compost and suppress weeds for even longer. So you don't want to do anything to them i mean if they're a massive leaf if they're like a palm frond then potentially (laughs) we might need to process them but as far as the old you know red maple leaf looking thing literally just scoop them up and spread them straight on the garden bed and they're going to do the job you can overdo it i i don't think we're at risk of this people but i'll put it out there is that if you do too many autumn leaves you can actually create like a moisture barrier it's like it's so thick with autumn leaves that rain and water or whether you're watering with a hose the water actually can't soak down into the soil because you've created like a barrier on top of the soil Mm. you would need to add a lot of autumn leaves to create that kind of barrier but I'll, i'll put it out there for people yeah i mean it's a risk it's a risk An unlikely one, but, you know, if you've got half a metre worth of autumn leaves, we might have a problem. Mostly you're not going to be able to even fit that onto your garden bed because they take up quite a bit of space. And you'll spend six years picking them all up off the street (laughs) (laughs) to collect that many to put down. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. So mulch would be my number one use for it. 
keep the water retention, suppress the weeds. But the other thing you can do if you have any bare soil, which I hope you don't, as discussed in the last episode, I hope you've put your salad greens in. But should you end up with an empty garden bed at this time of year, going into winter, probably the most likely time someone would have an empty garden bed, is you can actually dig the, the autumn leaves into the soil just like you would compost. So what we're doing there is, like I said in the composting episode, we're actually just composting in situ. So the same way I said dig a hole and chuck your veggie scraps in, you can dig a hole and chuck your autumn leaves in or dig your autumn leaves through your soil. That is going to improve your soil structure, provide nutrients to your soil and actually provide food for worms, which is going to encourage the worms to come into your soil. And we know how much of a fan of the old wormies the worms. I am. We, we love worms. Build them and they will come. <laughs> so... Are we, how would you, you've really got to break that down. How are, you, are we raking through, mm. how are we lifting up the soil enough to be able to dig the leaves into it? Mm. If it's not just a hole. Yeah, good question. I mean, there's a lot of different opinions on like how much you should kind of till your soil and rake your soil and how far you should go down. I'm quite a fan of like the lazy gardener approach of just keep layering stuff. So probably if it was me and I had an empty garden bed, I would actually probably just layer all the leaves on the top as I would if I was mulching and then get my little pitchforky thing and just give it a rough kind of like stab, twisty, turny around thing. Mm-hmm. Like you definitely don't need to like bury the leaves. You know what I mean? Okay. We're, not, we're not digging a grave here for <laughs> your autumn leaves you know the more you get them into the soil the more they're gonna like the faster they're gonna break down and if you give them a bit of a bash up with the rake or something like that that's gonna break them up a bit as well and like in the composting episode the more you break them up the faster they'll break down so the helpful faster. for the worms exactly exactly so the next option is as you correctly said at the start add them to your compost and you know for anyone that's not up to date with the whole green brown situation in the compost go back and listen to the composting episode but autumn leaves are my number one brown content for your compost Mm, particularly this time of year when they're surplus exactly exactly and you know like the mulch discussion same with the compost people often will go and source these kind of things buy bales of straw that kind of thing you know we don't I do buy plenty of bells of straw, don't get me wrong. But, you know, whenever we can access what's around us, I mean, that's obviously going to be the best option. So in autumn, number one compost option is the autumn leaves. Now, I don't want you going ham here because you've still got to keep your brown-green balance. So if you Mm. add truck tons of autumn leaves, you might actually dry out your compost too much. In that case, you need to add some more food scraps or some other kind of green garden waste or give it a water. Mm -hmm. But remember in the composting episode when I said like the bigger the volume of your compost, the faster it'll break down. Autumn leaves are a brilliant way to add a big amount of volume to your compost without a lot of effort. Yeah, to get that one cubic meter for it to start. (laughs) Exactly. She listens to me, guys. (laughs) It sinks in. So yeah, compost is a brilliant option. And I would say like for everyone, there are going to add some amount of autumn leaves to their compost. Like you're probably going to mulch some, you're probably going to add some to your compost bin. It's not like it's a, an either or type situation. It's probably a both. Now, the other thing you can do with the composting is literally, as I said, in the composting episode, we don't need fancy equipment like composting bins. We can actually just make a big ass pile of autumn leaves somewhere in the garden Tess your place is a bit small for this but if you've got a bit of space find some unused corner make a massive pile of compost leaves and over a a year probably these are going to break down and compost and at the end of it you'll have a pile of compost 
beautifully ready to add to your garden beds to add all the nutrients. So we can just let them do their thing. And between the rain and the worms and kind of the layering, the green brown mix will sort itself out Mm. and they will eventually break down into a beautiful compost. And then by the time it comes autumn the following year and you're ready, you're turning over your garden bed again and you're looking for the compost, that's your pile ready to go. Exactly. And you're ready to plant your salad greens and your broccoli and everything else. (laughs) So, you know, that's an easier one for people that have got more space or got a lot of autumn leaves. And you see this happening naturally anyway. You know, any pile of autumn leaves that isn't kind of dealt with by a human will compost down. It's not going to be there next summer. It's going to be gone. And where's it going to be gone? Into compost that looks like soil. My last option for the compost, uh, for the compost, for the autumn leaves, which isn't going to suit everyone, but... I love it, is adding it to your chicken coop. So Mm. the run of your chicken coop or the actual chicken coop where the girls and boys sleep, scoop up the autumn leaves and dump them in there. This has multiple benefits for the old chickies. Firstly, it keeps the coop and the chicken run dry. So because autumn leaves are so dry, they will actually absorb moisture. And a big problem people have with chicken coops, including me in the cold and wet months, is that it gets really wet and really muddy and that's not great for the chicken's feet. So we want to keep their feet as dry as possible. So if we add a floor of autumn leaves, they're going to be walking on those dry autumn leaves rather than walking in the mud. That sounds nice for them. Isn't it? (laughs) It it actually is. And again, you know, I buy a lot of straw for my chicken coop for this exact reason to keep their feet dry. But that's an input that, you know, someone's put on truck, they've taken it to the shop, they've bowed it up. I then buy it. I'm driving it back to the property. You know, there's a lot of factors involved in this. When I can just literally walk three steps outside the chicken coop and there's a massive oak tree and I can collect all the autumn leaves under that and dump it in, you know, the chicken run, like I think that's absolutely the best way to go. Of course, I still need straw. You're not going to be able to collect enough autumn leaves, but it's a really good start. And the other thing is it provides entertainment for the chickies because you'll be amazed about all the fun little grubs and bugs and seeds and bits and bobs that are in autumn leaves that we don't even know about the chickens will have a field day scratching through them and finding all that stuff so as far as improving the health of your birds and providing them entertainment and enrichment autumn leaves they're so easy and so effective so if you've got chickens 100% try this out and you will see straight away that I am onto something because they will be happy as pigs in shit (laughs) or chickens in autumn leaves chickens in autumn leaves that'll be our new saying So the big question, is the juice worth the squeeze? This is where we look at the effort-reward ratio of today's topic. The categories are superstar, high effort, high reward. Completing this will make you feel like an absolute rock star. Best on ground, low effort, high reward. Quick wins and fill-ins, low effort, low reward. And finally, the wooden spoon, high effort, but not much reward. So Tess, tell me, when it comes to the autumn leaves, is the juice worth the squeeze? Ooh, I'm thinking superstar because I'm picturing myself in my my garden. I certainly don't have enough autumn leaves. So I'm going out into the street to pick up autumn leaves from the sidewalk. And I think that (laughs) level level of embarrassment factor is definitely part of my matrix here. 
<laughs> and I didn't realise that was part of the squeezy juice matrix. Was embarrassed for level. The, you can put whatever you want in the squeezy juice matrix. <laughs> whatever you're feeling about the task. And I'm feeling a little bit of embarrassment as I walk around the streets of my suburb picking up leaves. I think you will be getting high fives left, right and centre for walking around the suburb and picking up leaves because every prick in Melbourne is going to be like, I don't want to deal with my autumn leaves. Here is this woman coming along picking them up for me. I mean, people should be paying you to <laughs> I get that known as like the the crazy leaf lady. One one thing that I do really love is getting something for nothing. Mm, yeah. And 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 otherwise, I mean, I've never really thought about how the leaves that fall in the street are dealt with. I assume mm. the council comes along with a, a, a sweeper and sweeps them up, but then mm. what happens to them? Mm. I, I mean, by the council, they'd be mass composted, which okay, is brilliant. that's and that's great. Yeah, um, but then it's going to someone else mm, when totally. we could be. Taking for ourselves and getting something for nothing. I mean, that's a win. I think, I think, you know, I'm going to disagree with you and say it's such a win that I'm going to say best on ground because as much as, <laughs> as much as you might look like a crazy lady collecting your leaves, once you've done it and got over your initial public embarrassment, public embarrassment. <laughs> uh, the suppression of weeds is such a benefit and making compost as discussed in the composting episode is actually a bit of work like it's you know superstar status but with the leaves we can just dump them straight on the beds they're doing the weed suppression they're feeding the soil all in one foul swoop it is actually a very efficient use of your time mm. so put that in your yeah i'll matrix. let you know if i if i'm out on the street and maybe we'll get a few snaps of me picking up some leaves <laughs> well here's <laughs> Could we please? For more public embarrassment. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I would love to hear in the future, like, you know, come a few weeks, a few months, when you've actually done this and you've seen the benefit in your garden of the autumn leaves and you've done the effort, what you would rate the squeezy juice matrix on this topic. Yeah, maybe I'm just saying superstar because it's I, I can't get over myself and to go out <laughs> and collect leaves. So maybe once I get over that, then mm. I will feel much more better about sitting in the best on ground category look i reckon and anyone that's listening and has already collected their autumn leaves or has in previous seasons collected their autumn leaves to use in the garden we would love to know do you see this as superstar high effort high reward or best on ground high reward low effort are you sitting in tess's camp or are you sitting in my camp and also if you have chickens let us know mm. keen keen to know if they love the autumn leaves as much as elisa's chicks do Yes, we would love to hear that. Rooting for You is hosted by Elise and Tess. You can find us on Instagram at Rooting for You Pod or email rootingforyou at elisealexandra.com. 